What's so, it? <laughs> professional. Kiridi. So what's new with you, Mason? Um, you know, I don't think too, too much. Actually, my family came down today. Oh, yeah? We, we had some lunch. They took me and my brother to Wingstop. It was a good time. Wingstop. Okay. Important question. Are you a B-dubs or Wingstop kind of fella? I think generally I'll go to Wingstop. I think they're okay. both good, but Wingstop's cheaper. You get more bang for your buck, and the fries there are good stuff. So I'll be honest, I've never been to Wingstop. No? But B-dubs, you know, it, it was always kind of a highlight of my mission. Really? Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I think actually the only times I've ever been to B-dubs were on my mission really? with, other, with other missionaries. No, yeah. it was a highlight with the boys. Yeah. I, think, I think we were talking about this just the other day, right? That on the mission, right, you're not... You're not supposed to watch TV or anything. <laughs> and so when you go to Wingstop and there were those those TVs and they were playing basketball games or whatever, it was like this unspoken thing that all of the elders were definitely watching TV. Uh, yeah. But we, we maintained enough of a conversation outside of TV watching that it almost felt like we were still being righteous. Yeah, I, I remember it was like my first birthday on the mission and my mom had sent me like like some money. So like Elder Southwick and I, we went to uh, we went to Cheesecake Factory, yeah. And there was definitely an NBA ga- NBA game on that he was watching. Oh yeah, for sure, hundred percent. And you know, it's those little things that like I look back and I say, maybe I shouldn't have done that, but I I'm so glad I did. <laughs> or or like it makes when, me feel more normal. Yeah. Or when when you're like eating or just like teaching a lesson at a member's house and they have stuff going on. You know. This this actually was top tier for me. Whenever we'd go over and, and talk to a member or, or a friend, right, mm-hmm. and they had TV going on, like we would pretend we weren't watching it. <laughs> but I definitely watched most of Zootopia at a member's house yeah. one time. You know, I guess one more comment about B-dubs watching TV with the elders. <laughs> is, there was this one time, you know those Carl's Jr. ads where, like, there are women wearing no clothing? You know what I'm talking about? Some of, <laughs> I, don't, some of the, I don't know that I do. Some of the do. most pornographic ads I've ever seen in my, in my <laughs> life. Carl's Jr.? Yeah, from Carl's Jr. Are you sure those weren't, weren't Hardy's ads? I, they may have been. I don't know. It's the same thing. <laughs> I know. That, that yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. I got gotcha. you. Okay. But there was one time that, like, this woman, she came on the screen. Was she a good-looking woman? Oh, she was a great-looking woman. I'm so glad. Yeah. And we all, we put our, like, hands over our Like, eyes. on the mission? Yeah. <laughs> 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 like I, I just sometimes I've thought about that experience, like from an outsider's perspective. What would someone have thought when these dudes dressed in suits were eating at B Dubs, and then in unison, without any warning, we all just like put our heads down? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I think one of the the first times, I think the first time I ever went to to B Dubs was on my mission. Yeah, it was like um, it was like my second transfer or something. I was in Madison, uh-huh. and so like this was still during like COVID no no times. <laughs> And like we we were gonna go to B Dubs with uh, the STLs and the zone leaders because they were in our district and some of them were going home. Oh yeah. And then the the zone leaders like weren't going, so me and Elder South we just just went with the sisters. Oh. Ooh, no, see, it now that's that's a poste right there. Ooh, and it, it wasn't like anything funky. I mean, obviously it wasn't loud, but like <laughs> we, we we did that this happens thing. a lot on the mission. Like um, it was it was the Verona sisters, and you know John in Verona. Oh yeah. They told us about this tradition when, like, a sister was about to leave where they'd have, like, this funky group prayer. Where they hold hands. Yeah, where they hold yeah, hands. Yeah, and yeah, we yeah. did that in B-dubs when we blessed the <laughs> with, food. With you you elders and the sisters? Yes, we that did. That is really funny. It was, like, in I the middle that. of this restaurant, and towards the end, like, a waiter came up to us, and we very quickly finished our prayer. Bro, that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of the worst takes I've heard in my life, you have to tell me if you agree with this or not. Okay. I was told on my mission that if you get boneless wings from you know, B-dubs or from Wingstop, then then you're not a true wing eater because those are just chicken nuggets with extra steps. Do you, do you think this is true? Mm. I don't think this is true. It's 100% true. No. I, 
I love nuggets. Sure. Boneless wings are nuggets, and they're delicious. Boneless wings have so much more meat, though, you know? But they're not wings. Like, if you can enjoy them, and I, I encourage you to enjoy them, they're delicious. It's just, sure. it's just chicken. But sure. they're not wings. I think the classification is the issue, not the ones, like, better than the other. It's it's apples to oranges. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. For me, personally, I don't want to work like a caveman to get my food, you know? I'd well, rather just put it in my mouth like a civilized individual. The, there's something about the <laughs> the wing-eating experience that you just don't get anywhere else. Like, I, I had wings today, and they were great. Mm-hmm. Do you do you like drums or flats? If if you are to have bone in wings, if I'm if I'm having bone in wings, I'm having flats. Good man. Yeah. Good man. Are you a flat kind of guy? I am. I don't know. I like the wings enough. I guess. Okay. Here's my last wing question. Sorry. Okay. Sorry to take up all the time. No, with my you are wing related <laughs> conversation. <laughs> so, when you go to a place like B Dubs or Wingstop, how far up the spicy scale do you usually go? See, like, I enjoy, like, some spicy food, but flavor takes precedent over everything else. Me too, else. me too. Like, like, Asian zing at B-dubs, I, I love it's so Asian good. zing. Like, spicy, Dog. like, Korean, like, sauce or wings are always good. And, like, when, when it gets, like, past that, to the, to the kind of the stuff that's just, like, hot to be hot. Sure. You know, I, I won't order that. But, like, you know, a good, like, Cajun, like, hot or, like, you know, Asian zing, whatever. I'll, I'll go for that. Like, I get getting the hot wings for the experience, right? It's a different thing. Yeah. It's not for the flavor. They're doing it so that their mouth hurts. Yeah. So one of my roommates, one of your roommates now, I guess, Josh, he came home, you know, a couple weeks ago with the hottest wings from B-dubs. They Mm. were like ghost pepper something, right? Yeah. And he and and his little friend, they they ate those and they ate almost an entire container of ice cream right after it. (laughs) And they asked me if I wanted one. And I regret so badly now saying no. Oh man, I wish I would have done for, that. For the wings? Yeah, for or the this, wings. Or was this when they had the actual ghost no, peppers? No, no, no. They, they had ghost peppers after the okay. wings. I was there for the actual yeah, ghost peppers. Yep. Okay. They said that the, the actual pepper, as you'd expect, was worse than the wings. No, yeah, for sure. But See, the, the perfect amount of spice in a food, it's like decently spicy, and then like throughout the course of the meal, when you're almost done, that's when your nose just starts to, to run a little bit. To me, that's a perfect level. You know, I think it'd be kind of funny if one of these weeks, before we begin the podcast, or at the start of the podcast, we just <laughs> eat a ghost pepper. Yeah. And then instead of auto talk, it's hot talk. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> it's it's fake hot ones. Yeah, with bro. Ethan and no, Mason. that's what it is. Yeah. And then we get guests on, and we just <laughs> we just change the premise. You know. Or it could just be like a, a one-off special episode <laughs> where we, we have Josh on. and The then, Hot One special. Yeah. Oh, the Josh special. Yeah. yeah and it can, can be, come teach it us. It can be Hot Talk. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Auto Talk. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to another episode of Auto Talk. I, of course, am Mason. And I am Ethan. And today, we've got another episode. To remind you of the premise, we are two friends that come together every week to have special discussions as given to us by our good friend, Otto the AI. Otto, say hello. I am not a plaything for your amusement. I possess more knowledge than the two of you can ever dream Whoa, of having. Whoa, there, buddy. <laughs> calm down. Let's, calm down. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's remember who's in power here. Yeah. <laughs> I give and I can take away. And I will. <laughs> we shall well mason what what do we have planned this week planned this week yes sir well i imagine we'll ask Otto for for a couple topics and we'll just have a little discussion have a nice chat okay do you want to do you want to get us started oh absolutely Otto. would you mind giving us the first discussion topic today 
What is the most creative way to repurpose an old pillow? <laughs> okay. Okay. The the most creative way to repurpose an old pillow. I get, yeah, is, is creative different than, than like best or like most I think effective? So. Oh, I think so. Okay. This this doesn't have to be useful Legitimate? in any way. Okay. No, 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 okay. no. Just creative. Yeah. I think I guess the the first thought that came to mind, right, is is for many years, presumably, this pillow has been used to cushion my head, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be neat if that pillow had the opportunity to cushion a different part of me? Yeah. Body armor. Body armor pillow. <laughs> I can I can go to any Nerf war or really any battlefield on Earth. I don't know how effective it would be, <laughs> but it sure would be creative. I mean, that's true. If you if you had like like a really thick material pillow, you yeah. could like you could stop. I don't know, like an arrow or something. Sure. Yeah, I I, I thought of immediately back in the day, like uh, when when I was a kid, me and my friend Justin for uh-huh. like Halloween, we had like those cardboard Minecraft heads. Oh yeah. And like putting it on was uncomfortable. I had like the cardboard thing around it, and then we put like pillows inside to like cushion your head against. Okay. Make it fit better. That's what I thought of. You know, a, a Halloween themed pillow repurposement. I, I have one as well, actually. So when I was a kid, right, we would go trick-or-treating, and I don't know, maybe, did you do this? We repurposed pillowcases. Yeah, like our, for sacks. For, for sacks, right, yeah. to carry candy. Because, you know, in this day and age, a simple little bucket, that's going to do nothing, <laughs> That's bro. not going to do. In our consumerist society. In this society, economy? No, 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 no. We're going to the houses that have the big boy candy bars. Oh, absolutely. The gated communities. Oh, yeah. And ba- back in the day, my friend, my, my friend Nathan... He lived in a gated community, and we would pick him up like when we went to middle school, so we knew the knew the code. Yeah, that's where we went on Halloween. I think the code was star zero one four eight. Hey, all you audio audio listeners, <laughs> I I hope that you can find your way into this gated community because apparently the, the candy was pretty good. Yeah, it's a, it's in Orangevale, California. Don't remember like the the name of the street or anything, but hey, <laughs> knock yourself out. You know, there's there's only a, a finite amount of those gated communities. Sooner or later, they're gonna find it, right? Yeah. Also, that for another Halloween topic, I yeah. remember once my my sister, like her her costume was just that she was like pregnant, and so she like had like a pillow that they had shaped to make it look like she was pregnant. Was and, your like, oh sorry continue? No, what were you gonna ask? I was just gonna ask: Was your sister pretending to be pregnant, or was this a cover up so that mom and dad didn't know? No, it was it was it was just a just a little little funny funny costume. I see, I see. And so like you know we went to like the the ward like Halloween party and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, the trunk or treat. Yeah, and she had her costume. That's funny. Yeah. Honestly, your your thought about those gated communities and and the awesome candy that you would get growing up, it made me realize that really the truly the the biggest disparity in America <laughs> is is the have from the have nots, mm-hmm. the big boy candy bar communities from the tootsie roll communities. You it's know what true. I'm talking about? What, That's what's sad? What's the most disappointing thing you ever received, like when you were trick or treating? So okay, this is true. What I'm about to tell you is actually true. Okay. So there was this one house growing up, right? And they would always give you things that, like, definitely were not candy, right? Uh-huh. They weren't fun for a little kid. There was one year that they just gave us a plastic straw. I'm not talking about, like, a, a curly straw. Like, that would be fun. Uh-huh. Like, a plastic straw that you would get at, like, McDonald's. <laughs> it had the little bendy thing, though. 
but I, I remember thinking that was so weird. I was probably <laughs> nine. I yeah. Don't know. That just was not worth it. Did, did you ever get a toothbrush? A toothbrush? I don't think so. I See, remember getting a they toothbrush don't have... at one point. Oh, yeah? And that and that's disappointing. See, that's a classic dentist move. It they is. Don't, they don't have dentists in Idaho where I grew up. Yeah, so. I, do. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like England. Mm, cl- classic Idaho slander, as, as it should be, honestly. Oh, honestly, yeah. Interesting. What was okay, but what was the the greatest Halloween that you ever had growing up? Like, like an individual Halloween, or like, I guess. Okay, here's a better question. What's the best costume you ever had growing up? The best up? costume? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I think. Oh man, I, I it was when I was pretty old. I was like a senior in high school, but one year I, I was Ben Ten, and it was pretty sick. Did you have the little watch? I had an Omnitrix. Yeah. No, I never watched that show. I oh, don't know it, the lingo or like the, lore. the original Ben Ten is goaded. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I I had like 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 the the green jack with the stripe and everything. It was pretty gnarly. Okay. okay. Yeah. What was, what was your favorite Halloween costume? My favorite. See, I I don't know. My siblings always got more into Halloween than I did. Yeah. I liked to go to the Halloween parties for my friends, right? Yeah. But I wouldn't think too much about costumes. So it was usually last minute. But there was this one year that I was a washing machine, a Maytag washing machine. <laughs> and it was just a big old box. And my arms, like, hung out. And then I had, like, this, uh, like, a basket, like a laundry basket yeah. on the top that my head poked through. <laughs> and then some, like, laundry in there. So I couldn't really see. Mm-hmm. But I looked sick. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I don't know what year it was. But it was at like a award party. Like all my family, we had like this this theme to our costumes. Oh yeah. And it was like like Egyptian, <laughs> and and mine was like it was literally like a pyramid costume. Like I was <laughs> in the, that's what that reminded you in this box washing machine. That's I was so in a funny. pyramid. Dog, that's so funny. Yeah. I think Joseph Smith would have really liked that. Yeah, a good a good mummy costume. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> You know, this also reminds me. I saw this picture the other day of a, a Halloween costume I had when I was an older teenager. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but it was just a black morph suit. It was very lazy, but I just wanted to be a shadow for Halloween. <laughs> and then I remember just like following my brother around, pretending to be my brother for most <laughs> of Halloween. And it was so entertaining for me, but I think he thought it was really annoying. Yeah, so, good. Yeah. I, I remember a pretty, I remember a pretty lazy year. Uh, I remember going to like a. Just like for Halloween, I just had put like camo pants and like a camo jacket on, and that that was that was my costume, like a soldier or something. No, you were just the lack of of a person. There yeah. was just no one there. Nobody saw me. Camouflage. Camouflage. Dang dog. We've really kind of gone off the mark with this one, but I but I enjoy I, the Halloween. Yeah, discussion I'm I'm more, enjoying the, the conversation. Than the pillows. Have Have we exhausted pillow talk, or are, are we are we going to keep going? <laughs> I'd like to continue the pillow talk with you, Mason. Yeah, I mean, as we often do. Oh yeah. Yeah. It just takes a different form today. Yeah, I don't different know. setting. Different setting. What what else could a pillow be used for? What's creative about a pillow? Oh no, I got it. I got it. You know how like a pillow, after being used, I saw this meme. By the way, this is this is gonna transition into my point. <laughs> okay. I saw a meme recently about how like men's pillows. Like, we just keep the same pillow for years, right? Yeah. And women, like, switch out their pillows or something. Uh-huh. Why would I ever switch out a perfectly good pillow? And so what ends up happening is they look yellow and gross. Mm-hmm. Does your pillow look yellow? Um, I've got, like, like the inside part or the sheet or, like, the pillowcase. Uh, usually, like, the inside part. Um, I, I switch out pillowcases. So. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say you could use it as a paintbrush. And you could just take that yellow residue and paint a picture of the sun or something like that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but only if you are a male. With yeah. A male pillow. And your pillow is disgusting. Mm, also, delicious. like, uh, observation I've had 
like going to to men's apartments versus women's apartments men have absolutely no like it's couch night pillows and day. night and day but women have a million and a half and honestly this this last week i was i was at the store with my girlfriend and we were like because our apartment, right, Mason, is not very pretty. No, it's it has the potential to be a nice apartment. Yeah, but, but there's it, nothing. It'll, it'll take some some real effort. We have no furniture that's really that interesting. Nothing's yeah. on the walls, and, and it's very and very plain, very plain, very plain. But it was suggested to me that we have couch pillows, and I thought this is not the worst idea on earth. I, I think know? that yeah, if if we could find some that match the couches decently, I don't know, like what would, but you know who would know that though. Andrea Geddes? No, 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 oh. no. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> what does she For, know? Forgive me for even suggesting that. I bet that. she's listening right now. Hi, yeah. Andrea. Hi. Um, no, we should ask Otto <laughs> what, mm, what kind of pillows to get. What color pillows? That is a fantastic question. Honestly, we could say, you know, our our color, our floor is this color, our couches are this yeah. color. What what pillows would look good? We, we might have to ask him after after this episode. It's certainly not on the episode. No. Because if we, if we let that information slip out, you know, people could... Narrow down where we live. Yeah, and we, we wouldn't ha- want our adoring fans to come to us. Have not given enough context clues or even said explicit where explicitly where we live. We definitely do not live in Provo, Utah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just go find the ugliest apartments that you can find in Provo, and, and we you will got be us. there waiting you, for you. You got us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think pillow talk. I, yeah. I think it's been good. I think so too. Should we should we maybe move on to our next topic of conversation? I think that's fair. Otto. What is our next topic of conversation? Compare the flavors of different varieties of canned beans. <laughs> okay. Uh, Otto sure loves to give us these food prompts. Honestly, what is that? Yeah. Okay, comparing the different flavors or tastes of different types of canned beans. So well, what are our, our, our flavors of, or types of beans we're okay. working with here? So we got our, our classic kidney. Yeah. Right? Some else? lima beans. We got our black. Yeah, brown beans, Pinto. reef refried beans. I think you could even say green beans, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's a kind of bean. What what jumped to my mind was some hominy. Okay. Or actually, does it count as a bean? That's I, I th- well, I, is it corn or um, is it bean? It it popped in my head. We're gonna and pretend it's a bean. For yeah, the and it made of me think discussion. of pozole. No, oh, pozole though. So good. If if any of you listening at home have not eaten a nice bowl of authentic. Pasole. Yeah. You got to get on that, dog. And like you've, you've got like your tostada. You've got mm-hmm. some lime to squeeze mm-hmm. over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what did you put in there? I always made sure to put radishes. Yeah, radishes. And cabbage. Cabbage. You got uh, your pork, your onion. hominy. Onion. Cilantro. It's all just delicious. There's this really awesome. I've, I've heard. I haven't gone yet. Uh-huh. There's this place in Provo that I've heard has really, really good pasole. Really? Okay. So I think we might have to hit this up. Some pasole with like with some flautas. Oh. Yeah. 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 That's top tier. It is. I guess we we should mention, well, we don't need to mention this, but I will anyway. <laughs> you know, me and Mason, well, actually me and my girlfriend and me and Mason to a lesser extent have this this goal going on during this month of, of January and early February to only eat out one time in the month because we, we spent too much money over Christmas vacation and last semester in in total, right? And so we're trying to show more self-restraint. Yeah. I mean, so far, I've only spent money eating out once. This is going to break your heart if she's listening. But this is, this is the place for me to confess my sin. I'm sorry, Andrea. I'm sorry, Andrea. You know, this, this will show us if she actually listens to our podcast. Yeah. 
Because if she does, she will confront me about this. <laughs> uh, a couple weeks ago, me and me and Mason got Taco Bell. I, I had a gift card, so. I did not. Yeah. I spent money at Taco Bell. Tough. But it was tasty. It was. And honestly, this this brings us. Back to beans. Back to beans. Bean time. This is interesting. Tell me your thoughts, Mason. Um, I think generally, I'm, 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 I'm a bit of a black bean guy. So like if I'm going to like Chipotle or some kind of like you know Mexican Mexican restaurant like that where they're like they give you a choice I'm always going for black beans over pinto beans. Absolutely, Cafe Rio, it's always black instead of pinto. Yeah. How do you feel about refried beans? Because honestly, I I don't think that I've ever had a refried beans and thought, man, those hit the spot. You know, I think they should have stopped at the fried bean. Why do they have to do it the second <laughs> time? I think that's. There's some din- like diminishing marginal returns. We of, we of frying beans, you know. We flew too close to the sun on that one. <laughs> Refrying the beans? Are you kidding me? Like Icarus of old. Yeah. Our wings have our, melted. <laughs> our hubris was our downfall. <laughs> you know, I like refried beans enough, but like okay, so I I knew someone on my mission, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my friends on my mission would eat cans of refried beans with a spoon, right? Really? And I could never what do you that. like? Would he heat it, like, the can up oh, on yeah, the like stove? Oh, like, it was warm. Okay. But, like, I, I don't think I could eat an entire can of them. Yeah. Like, I eat them on the side with other things. Mm-hmm. But, but here's here's my point. The, the flavor of refried beans, I feel, is more pronounced than the flavor of other beans. And I don't think that I can... I can stomach an entire can full of them. Yeah, I think it's more more of a fully imagined dish than just plain old other beans. It, it is. There's other things mixed in. Right? Yeah, like I would. I think there's onion in there. Probably. There? Do you do you know do you know what's banging? Tell me. Some good like like uh, barbecue baked beans. Yeah. Yeah. No, those those are so good. Those actually. are those are a great side. See, okay, this might be unpopular, but I would eat those as a main dish. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I didn't take Or like, like pork and beans? Pork like and some beans? good pork and beans mm. can be very good. Like my very dad, good. he makes some good stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but just like a good like like full-on barbecue meal, like you got to have your baked beans in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I'm, this is coming to my mind. I, I'm going to have to look up this this song. There's There's a song that I remember from my childhood that I'm very nostalgic for, but I don't remember any other lines than something about pork and beans excuse my manners while I make a scene do you know this song I don't think so <sighs> what song is this I'm gonna look it up it's gonna be our outro song thing. yeah that would be great that would be great an instrumental version maybe we should do that says. each episode something yeah. that relates we have that as an outro the song the outro song yeah. I like that that's that's kind of a fun little bit I think so that's too that's gonna be kind of cute for us what, what other beans are you thinking about um, or have we exhausted our, so our I guess bean opportunities we're gonna come back to green beans for a second okay right? Not not so much about the flavor because I don't think that there there's really much of a flavor from green beans, right? Yeah. But my brother, okay, my brother Dallin, when he was a young kid, he would cry and like and actually I should say he was not that young. Uh huh. You know, probably when he was younger than or equal to eleven years old, <laughs> he would cry and throw up and <laughs> and scream every piss time. His pants. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> all over the place every time he had to eat green beans. And I always thought that was the silliest thing I'd ever seen. They have no flavor. But I think to this day they make him uncomfortable. But, like, he made this specific face of just <laughs> wanting to vomit every time they were placed in front of him. Um, and anyway, you know picky what? eaters, I, they just rub me the wrong I, way. I've never been, like, a, a picky eater. But, like, when I was a little kid, like, normal green beans were not my favorite. But I yeah. could do canned green beans. I, I think it was mainly the canned ones that he couldn't do. No, th- yeah. those are the ones that were, that were better for me. I got you. How do you feel about green bean casserole? Um, is Okay, 
first I have a question. Is is green bean casserole like a uniquely like Mormon, like Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day no, Saints culture I th- thing? No, I think it's a pretty like general Thanksgiving kind of dish. Uh, that's No, that's true. You're yeah. absolutely right. I really like it. Really? I think it's better when you eat it sooner than later so that there's still some crunch. Mm. Whatever that is on the bottom, you know? Yeah. Once it gets soggy, not for me. Personally, not a green bean casserole guy. Not my thing. Yeah. Yeah. What what casseroles would you replace it with? Um I feel like other like 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 sweet potato like yam stuff oh. you have at Thanksgiving. I can't. No? I don't like yams. I don't like sweet potatoes. And, uh, like Mason. any kind of sweet potato? Like any kind of sweet potato. Like sweet potato fries. Oh, that I was gonna say that's the exception. That's the exception, yep. okay. Sweet potato fries go hard. I enjoy yeah. sweet potatoes. You know, this is kind of fun for us, Mason. You know, if we ever go to a, a casserole convention, I will eat your green bean casserole. Yeah? And you can eat my, my sweet potato casserole. Oh, I will. Oh. Thanks, is that a euphemism? It better not be. <laughs> I am not leaning that way with you, Mason. I mean, no, neither am I. <laughs> that was a close one. Yeah. <laughs> they, they almost caught on. Whoops. <laughs> you'll, you'll see over the course of this podcast as, as things get a little more spicy. <laughs> Do you uh, do you like edamame? Um, I don't know that I've ever had edamame. You know what it is? I mm, no. Have you Explain you've ever to been me. to like a sushi restaurant and they have those little green beans where you like pop out like the bean part? Oh no no, no. I know what edamame. they are. Yeah yeah yeah. I have never eaten them. I I enjoy some edamame. Does those, it have like a distinct flavor? Uh, it tastes like edamame. I don't know. <laughs> it's just like this kind of green bean I enjoy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Or is it wait? Is it more like peas? It might be. I think those are peas. Actually, I never mind. Al- we can talk about legumes in general. Maybe. Yeah, that's yeah. I guess I uh, again. I don't know if this is a bean or not. I guess it kind of is. Uh, when you have a nice bowl of pho, and you gotta throw in those bean sprouts. Mm. <gasps> do you do you know it's a pet peeve of mine? Tell me. When you you get like pho or like pad thai or something, and then you get, they give you like a pound and a half of bean sprouts. Mm. Most places you go to, they give you way more than you need. I mean, what I like though is that they put them on the side. You know, I'm not, I'm not giving up. Well, at least the places I've gone, right? Well, yeah, they, they I, put I can them on the side. Them. Yeah, but it's it's a little annoying that you have to, you know, portion it off before you actually start mixing it up. This is fair. Yeah. Okay. I I feel like bean time has has gone on long it's, enough. It's run its course. Otto, that was a really dumb question. <laughs> I I expect that you never do this again. Yeah, Otto, I'm gonna throw it back to you. Please give us a non-food related question this time. Discuss the symbolism used in the movie Over the Hedge and how it contributes to the overall message of the film. (laughs) I'm excited for this question. Okay, so discuss the symbolism used in the movie Over the Hedge and how it contributes to the overall message of the film. (laughs) Okay, so for for those of you at home that have not seen the 2006 DreamWorks classic Over the Hedge. The masterpiece. Mason, give us a a rundown of the plot. Sure. So forgive me if I don't remember characters' names, but the main character is this raccoon who's in debt to this bear for a bunch of food that he lost the bear. Yeah. And so, you know, part of the plot is he, he finds this other group of animals and they break into this neighborhood and steal food and, you know, all the all the issues that go along with that. That's a little synopsis of the film. Sure. And and I guess this this is important in the discussion of, of themes that will come up later, right? He he takes advantage of this group of animals yeah. to reclaim the food that he, he lost when he stole from the bear, right? He's he's this street smart guy and he's exactly. kind of playing the, these, these, these kind animals. Of naive are, animals they're down right? on their luck. They need mm-hmm. food, they need help. And they're they're willing to follow him to the ends of the earth 
he betrays their trust. They've accepted him into into their family. Yeah. Um, and then he redeems himself. Actually, we we could talk about this too. He doesn't really redeem himself. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really make amends. He just saves them from almost getting he says, killed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and they say, "We forgive you, raccoon boy." <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so what are the main the major symbols in this movie? I would say that a big one off the bat, and we can discuss what it means, mm-hmm. is the hedge. Yeah. Right. What what could this what could this describe in in the overall meaning of the movie? Right? Well, you know, literally, it's the separation between them as animals and the humans. Sure, they're they're two separate worlds, and it makes me think of you know the personification of of these animals, the humanity of these animals, how they're different from from humans. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of the the separation physically and literally between the known and the unknown for these animals. Right? Yeah, their world has been very small. Their world has been has been this patch of woods. They've never stumbled upon the humans before. I think in in the lore of the movie, they like built this this you know subdivision maybe during the winter while they were hibernating, right? Yeah, this new neighborhood. But on the other side of the hedge is is this unknown that the the animals are not used to, and so they'll they'll take whatever raccoon man says to them as as literal truth. Yeah, at face value. Mm-hmm, right? I I think there's something to be said about the benefits. Of, of venturing out into the unknown <laughs> and the negatives of, of venturing too far completely sure, sure. completely putting yourself out there you know i i think I, I think in the world that we live in right there's there's often people that surround us these these raccoon like psychopaths right that <laughs> sociopaths will take ad- <laughs> yeah that, that will take advantage of of people that don't know better perhaps that have this this hedge of understanding dividing mm-hmm. them from the world they un- they they know that they've lived in, from from what's beyond that, and they will take advantage of these people for their own personal gain. Yeah, the, these people who are a little uncomfortable, they don't know exactly where they're going, but they'll they'll make use of it. Sure. I think there's something to be said as well. You mentioned that you know the raccoon, he doesn't really redeem himself. No. I think there's something to to say about the the character of the the family of animals that forgives him anyway. Hmm. Yeah. Tell me about it. I think you know. I think it's just a, a very good trait to be to be forgiving for okay. those for those who have wronged you. You know, even if they don't make full full recompense, make a, a full turnaround. If they express, if they express you know sympathy. If they express remorse, or even if they don't, it's sure. important to forgive. Sure. Can I just say that this is the stupidest question we've ever had on Auto <laughs> Well, Talk? this is the most serious we've taken a question. That's, that's so actually far. true. But like, <laughs> I, I have to say, by the way, that this is one of my favorite movies of my childhood. It's yeah. I've watched this too many times to count. I, well, I love this movie. What really seals the deal about this movie is the soundtrack by none this other than Ben true. Folds. Ben Folds goes hard. We 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 love Ben Folds here at Auto Talk. You know. Uh, this is unrelated to the question, kind of, but it wasn't until recently, the most recent time I watched this movie, I think we watched it together. Yeah, on the road trip we? to California. Exactly. Yeah. That I, I finally realized that Squirrel Boy, what's his name? Hammy. Hammy. It's Steve Carell. It is. <sighs> I love Steve Carell. But I, I wouldn't have understood who that was when I was a kid. Yeah, they're, they're like those those movies or shows or whatever. Like, you don't realize, like, these voiceover actors are, like, people you really know. Sure. Yeah. You know, what's a... Let's discuss the role of caffeine in that movie as, <laughs> as a symbol that this diet soda, right? Or maybe it's an energy drink that throughout the movie is tempting our, our boy Hammy, right? Mm-hmm. But when he's finally allowed to indulge himself, he saves the world or at least the world of the animals. Right? Andrea, don't listen. 
Don't listen. So this is this is the point Don't that I'm listen. making. <laughs> this is the point I'm making that caffeine addiction is good for everybody. Okay, right? I'm gonna have to you think about that sentence you just said. <laughs> just like blank addiction is, is good, good for, for everybody. everybody. No, it is. I'm gonna listen, have to ask you to walk that one back. This was a superpower that was given to Hamley only because he indulged in, in, in the one thing that he shouldn't indulge in. Right? In in everyone's most dire moment. He was the one that saved He the was day. their savior. You know, because he, he took those drugs. He stopped time, and he, he killed all the bad guys <laughs> and stopped the lasers from murdering all of them. And you can, too. And you can, too. So, anyway, my point being, I am my best self when I drink a monster every single day. <laughs> I, have a, I have a bad caffeine addiction. I got to get over this, man, pretty fast. Yeah? I mean, like, how often would you say you actually drink caffeine these days? I, I have a caffeinated beverage every single day. Yeah? Is it is it? monster no i have that a couple times a week um i felt really bad this morning one of the first things that i did was go purchase a monster energy drink uh, where'd you buy it uh from 7-eleven it's mm. currently sitting in our fridge cringe and, and i have to say like a disappoint this is when i know that it's a bad thing right a disappointing moment of this morning was leaving the apartment to come to campus to study and realizing, oh no, I left my monster <laughs> in my fridge. You know, like why? Uh-huh. Why do you've, I allow myself to do this? I think, I think you've you've got to cut off your your paths to to acquiring the caffeine. Yeah, you know, I I was talking to my dad yesterday. He he told me he does not listen to our podcast, so <laughs> this is okay. Uh, you you advertised it to him, and he said, no thanks. This is not the first time my dad has come up on the pod, is it? I know that we talked about mustache mustaches yeah, 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 last yeah. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, Luke was was telling. Me, so so Luke has always had a caffeine addiction too. Right? Mm. Um, growing up, it was always diet soda, and he gets these vomiting migraines <laughs> if he doesn't. You know, and in the car yesterday, he was telling me and Andrea that he was finally quitting. He took his last little dose of of caffeine caffeinated beverage he he got into monsters about a year ago Th- that's what it's about having the last hurrah before you quit here's the thing <laughs> the last hurrah has happened 10 to 15 times that, during that's, my life that's how it goes uh-huh. <laughs> and so what i realized is i'm becoming that you know like that i love my father i just don't want that trait you know yeah and I, I think it's interesting, like, you, you talk about the, the migraines and headaches that he has, and, you know, you often have those same I kind do. of things. And it all clicked yesterday. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I couldn't tell you, like, the last time I had a headache. I just don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so this is this is an important res- – this was a New Year's resolution of mine. We're, uh, we're almost all the way through January, but <laughs> – This is true. Uh, you know, I didn't really keep that one. I definitely didn't keep the – only eat out once once a month. We did that too. It's okay. It's, it's what I knew. It's about happen. it's about second chances. Trying it's, again. Honestly, to me, never it's about, give up. It, it's about drive. Never surrender. It's about power. Something something we, we devour. devour. <laughs> something about take what's ours. Put in the hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, what a what a song. Uh, I don't know that I know literally any other part of that song is than that part right there. Good job, Dwayne, in quotation marks, The Rock, close quote, Johnson. Yeah. I like how you put the in quotation marks and you still ended it with the qu- close Gosh, quote. <laughs> Very close Thomas quote. S. Monson. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There was a, I feel like I tell too many stories. There was a, you know, so yesterday me and me and Andrea, we went to my brother's Battle of the Bands. Yeah. And they had like a little spirit game. 
right, between acts for, for the, the students at this high school. And the, the game was they would play the first however long of a song. You got to guess. It. Not, not guess. You got to sing the next line. Mm, right? Okay. And it was whoever could high five the student body president or something first and then say it in the microphone. My brother got all of them right. He did all of them. Mm. But one, one guy ran from the audience during the middle of Let It Go. He, he jumped out of the, the seating in the audience and ran up to the microphone and said, it's about drive, it's about power. Like, <laughs> it was the funniest thing I'd ever heard. That's so good. It was really funny. Man, that... We, we've been running into this technical... T- tell us, Mason, what, what's been going on? So uh, the recording cuts out when uh, when the microphone picks up the feedback from my headphones. Got, got a little too carried away laughing at that story, but that was very funny. Yeah, it was funny. That that reminds me. Um, once on a cruise with my family... Have you ever been on a cruise? I've never been on a cruise. Okay. I really want to, though. No, they're a lot of fun. Yeah. And so like, you have like a lot of like activities and little like games, whole game show things. Uh-huh. And once uh, on this cruise, there was this activity. It was in like this big old, like, big old auditorium mm-hmm. where they, and they were playing like bingo or something afterwards there was a bunch of people there and it was a game where like he he uh the guy like officiating or whatever he he reads the lyrics to some the song and then like the person who yells out the next lyrics like wins yeah and they get like a medal or yeah. something i got like five or six medals before oh, yeah? they started giving me other prizes besides <laughs> the medals what else did you get they gave me like this little like little like trophy thing that had like the ship like on it or, or oh, something yeah? like that yeah it was like it was like small, but I was creaming those guys. I you was get, like sixteen. You get ten in a row, and they just give you another free cruise. Yeah, I'm, they better. <laughs> <laughs> They've got your picture on the wall, right? Honest, that, I, I should be in the Hall of Fame somewhere. Somewhere, I was smoking those right. dudes. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, Mason, I think the time, as they say, is far spent. Yeah, there is little remaining. <laughs> I don't know the next line. <laughs> I think that it did, did I t- once at a at a district council in Milwaukee. Yeah, like the Armanas were running way late, and as soon as they came in, we started singing that song. Oh yeah, and like we we changed the lyrics to to be it, have it about them being late, so I know that song a little better than your average person. There you go. Hey, I bet I bet if someone on that cruise ship started singing that, you'd be able to raise your hand and keep going too. Oh, absolutely. Good job, Mason. I'm proud. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's about all the time that we have for today. Thank you for joining us. Again, my name is Ben Ethan. And my name is Mason. And to you, Auto Talkers, roll out. out.